This message is brought to you by Regeneron. If you have diabetes, listen closely because your ears could help your eyes. Excess sugar from diabetes could lead to eye damage and vision loss, even blindness, and you might not even notice it at first. So remember, now is the time to get your eyes checked. Eye care is especially important with diabetes. See a path forward with actions and potential treatment options that may help your eyes and protect against vision loss. Go see an eye care specialist and visit nowic.com to take charge of your eyesight. That is N-O-W-E-Y-E-S-E-E.com. You are now tuned in to Hollywood Ways with Doug and Breezy. Oh, hey, Ted. I know that you like the lies, know you like the way it shines. There's no other place you'd rather be. This is how we do it. Welcome to Hollywood Ways. Just left production. I mean, we're day seven of uh, now what will be an eight-day shoot because we have to do a or nine-day shoot because we have to do a pickup. But uh, while we were at the shoot, I left. We wrapped, and Charlie Sheen wrapped, which was actually bizarrely sad since uh, it was only this eight-day shoot. But it really does feel like we got this whole family going. But um, as I left to leave the parking lot, um, the police were barricading off about a block from the set and this is encino in a, a very uh wealthy expensive neighborhood and apparently there was a home invasion murder and there were about six helicopters overhead so ted have you heard any updates on uh have they found anybody Are the helicopters still floating around there i don't hear the helicopters anymore i don't know that they've caught anybody yeah so i mean it's you know um it's tough we got a war going on in russia ukraine and we got murders happening and uh you know it puts it in perspective but at the end of the day we got to keep our focus and the truth is um you know this is the most fun i've ever had on set with the best crew of people and and you know not i'm not saying the cast or crew is better than it was although a lot of the entourage crew is the same just every there doesn't seem to be any malcontents there doesn't seem to be anyone who's not there uh enjoying themselves and trying to make the best show possible and hopefully that'll translate onto the screen which i mean uh, i've been around a lot of sets even though it's been like six or seven years and this is this is good it's really going well and we're executing the script where every scene seems better before i get into the editing room and a lot of times ted you don't know yet because you haven't done it enough yet but there's a lot of times where you have a scene that you feel is really great and for whatever reason it doesn't seem like it worked the way you saw it on the page but then you get in the editing room and you and you figure out how to make it work hopefully or make it work to the best of your ability i actually think we're going to have an embarrassment of riches on how much good stuff there is because every take is just good and and a chance to the actors are so on point and a chance to um, mess around and come up with ideas and stuff. But um, so did we even talk about our Martin Sheen, Charlie Sheen? I can't remember what we're doing anymore. We we didn't. Uh, we had um, Martin and Charlie on. Uh, what was that? Monday. Well, what's today? Today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Isn't it um, weird? You kind of lose we, yourself in production like it we just, have. Yeah, we have. It feels like it's been years. Yeah. So sadly, you're right. As we wrapped on Charlie today, uh, it felt like it felt like the end of summer camp of the best summer of your life. And everybody was going home and you hope you see each other again real soon. Um, it's really crazy because, you know, I, I mean, usually the end of the season, you kind of feel like that after you've worked together for three months. But we've been like on eight days, although we've been with Charlie for several months now. Um, yeah. 
and and the guys. Obviously, I, I'm with Kevin and Kevin all the time at the podcast. But even the 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 other cast members who I miss <laughs> from Kamiko Glenn and Jamie Lynn Siegler and Breezy and you know, and it's going to be really interesting to put this together because. Um, you know, Entourage, you know, when the pilot was done, there's nothing to talk about. There's five guys in this show. This show in a half an hour has so many great characters and so many different types of characters. But I think the scene, I think the screen, the, the script worked. So I think the scenes uh, are going to work, but uh, we're going to find out, you know, uh, I forget what the thing is. Your, your, your show is never as good as your dailies and it's never as bad as your first cut. And <laughs> when I saw the first cut of Entourage, which was, you know, the first thing is the editor puts it together. And I have an amazing editor, John Corn, who is with us season one of Entourage, who does Curb and a million other things. Um, so I'm not expecting a bad editor's cut, but that's the thing they say. Um, and, you know, it's probably because you have so many things in your head that you're anticipating, expecting, and, and you're really not totally sure yet. But I feel uh, highly confident that we have, as good a half an hour as I've been involved with making. That's how I feel, but, you know, we're, we're going to find out. So um, let's go back, though. Martin and Charlie Sheen. I think they're both pretty important people to us in our lives, just their own careers, but Wall Street and the father-son relationship was in that movie. But what do you think of that day? I mean, I've told a few people that I've actually had the chance to talk to because we've been so busy early, early mornings and late nights. I literally, from the moment the camera started rolling, I, my, the hair on my, on my arms stood up. It literally was the most, it was a masterclass. I can't imagine that any other scene with any other people has ever been better than that. It, it immediately, it was. <laughs> any it was, other scene it, in anything ever. It was, it was, no, it was absolutely gripping. It was raw. It was real. Uh, and and I, I, you know, I told Martin, I said, I would pay to listen to you reading the phone book. Uh, that's an older reference, but I, his voice is just so I was enraptured and and just watching them together and how they worked and their process and how they did it. They were also such, seeing, pros. you know, also, you know, a lot of the show, which will I think hopefully we're going to re- reveal all the details tomorrow. Um, we're trying to get a press release out, which, you know, I've been going since 6 a.m. I went to sleep at midnight. I woke up at 3 a.m. And, um, you know, uh, we're trying to get a press release out because, it, listen, the end of the day is we've discussed this. We've got a lot on the line. I've got, uh, you know, a good amount of money, but nowhere near what Ted now has into this because the budget has gone up. And still, I think going to be a remarkable budget given what we are going to put on the screen. But, you know, there's a lot at risk and we don't necessarily have a real plan for what's going forward and we don't really have any way to hold all these actors which uh one of our actors i don't want to i don't want to mention it because i don't know i don't know if that's appropriate but they already have an offer for another pilot and they called today and said they they don't want to sign up for anything because they want to know what's happening with us and i can't give any answers because i have no idea what's happening with us i just know we have something really special and and everybody should be thrilled to get it whether it's hbo amazon hulu uh stars anyone they should all be very excited to get this and we'll we'll see if they feel that way but we now have to get on the phone and as soon as we get off of this podcast which is now 7 30 at night and i just ate a mush oatmeal which is all i've eaten in the last six hours and as soon as we get off with the publicists i'm gonna i'm gonna get in the shower and i'm gonna go to sleep but um the scene with Martin and Charlie, as you said, watching them behind the scenes and in front of the scenes and, you know, knowing 
obviously some of the things that has happened to Charlie in his life that he's overcome. And I really believe has, and really be- believe is one of the, the best people I've ever worked with in my life. And, and, and um, he's so giving, he's so easy. He's so um, collaborative. And I, that's how I like to work, but watching him and his father and knowing what it must've been like during that time that Charlie was going through all this stuff and seeing the, the care that Martin has for him and the way they interact, it was pretty awesome, you know, and, and this is Hollywood royalty and we're just kind of yeah. sitting there. And, uh, you know, I came up with this scene, which it's, it's interesting. The way that came about is Martin read the script that did not have him in it. And he said, this is really good to Charlie. And, and Charlie said, you want to try to put him in? And I said, well, what do I got to do? And he said, just write something in. And, and I wrote a scene and I actually wrote it really quickly, but I was really stressed about giving it to him. I was stressed about uh, giving it to Charlie and Martin when they were so excited about the script. And then what were they going to think when they get this scene? And weirdly enough, that was the scene that everybody that's involved thought was the best written sc- uh, scene in the script. Yeah. Um, and Martin said he was in. And, um, you know, that was, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago? I mean, do you understand how quickly this has come together? It, it's I mean, been mind-blowing. I was actually trying to comprehend it. I don't even know. You and I have been talking for a year and a half about doing this and doing that, but nothing was really real. We started the podcast and we're doing it with Breezy. Then you came on as producer and, it, you know, Breezy's been busy, busy, busy. So you kind of are now like, you know, it's me and you. Um, and hopefully she'll be back. But I can't even figure Thank out when i can't well you know, maybe <laughs> i don't know i mean you know it's well we still have uh you know it's still she's the star so uh, but, right. but anyway uh i was trying to think dave perkle uh, my cinematographer that we had on a few weeks ago we were talking about sitting at lunch i don't think it was more than four and a half months ago and i didn't even start writing the script yet and i had told kevin and kevin guys dylan and conley i'm not writing a word unless you commit that we're doing this and they committed to doing it. And I committed to putting up a couple of hundred thousand dollars, which, as we now know, was not going to get us very far. But um, I don't oh, even really <laughs> I don't even really remember when you came in and said, I'm in. Did you read a script? Did you, I, I have no, no idea. I mean, we've been talking about this uh, for a long, long time. And I just, but, you said, know, whenever what? you're whenever you think you're ready and you've got something, let's just talk about it. And we did. We we were talking I remember in the month or two leading up to like Thanksgiving and you had kind of said, I think, I think I've got some of this nailed down. I think I see where it's coming up. And, and we riffed on it a bunch and we were like, this was just so good. I said, I want to be involved. So, so we didn't even have a script Thanksgiving. Is that what you're saying? No, we did not have a script. That's, that's crazy. I mean, you know, um, you, you sat down starting Thanksgiving week because I think your girlfriend, who's a lovely part of this show as well, uh, I think she was going home for Thanksgiving. I think uh, you're right. That's and so crazy. You stayed home and I was here, but I wasn't super available that week because my family who lives in, in all over the country, they came in for the first time in many years. And we just spoke on the phone every night at like midnight and said, hey, here's what it is. And you, you were like, I'm going to start writing a page. And I went, great. Send me what you got. And yeah, I mean, honestly, it just doesn't it doesn't happen like this. And you have to. And again, we, we are not we did not rush like we we made no. sure this script was something that we were happy with. And obviously, all the actors who are, are getting paid one four millionth of what they should be getting paid um, and crew. Same thing. They all came on board based on this script and the promise of what it could be, um, which, you know, I'm already starting to have the nightmares of I guess, I, again, 
Anything is possible. I will say it as clearly as I can. My pilot 40 with Michael Imperioli, Eddie Burns, and Michael Rappaport is as good as anything that HBO put on the air at the time, uh, whether it be Ballers or How to Make It or um, um, I'm trying to remember the other shows that time. 40 was just as good, if not better. And for whatever reason, they decided not to pick it up. I'll never understand it. I'll never stop resenting those people. And by the way, they're not there anymore. So it's not. No, I'm serious. There's a guy there, Michael. I won't even talk about him. Like, I will hate his guts for the rest of my life. And I don't know if it was some personal thing or, or what it was. But I, I, I hope he never enjoys another quiet moment in his life. But anyway, um, I, I just I think that that this feels even better than that, because that um was at the end of the day it was still kind of a just a guy show and i don't want any entourage fans to think we're going soft here because we're not this show is not pc but this show is organically inclusive we have an incredibly diverse cast but it is it is exactly what the real world is as i see it just as entourage was in 2003 and the world has changed and it's the world i inhabit which i did then as well so i'm really writing what I know, I'm writing with people that I really know who are now, you know, Charlie, close friends, but obviously Kevin and Kevin like brothers. And you've, you know, you've had a chance to, to get some uh, creative input into this. And I think it's also one of the things you probably don't realize is that's not normal, you know? And oh, I realize that's the reason why I've been laying off a lot of the projects that have been brought to me, because I just didn't think I was going to get what I wanted out of it, which was I wanted to be involved. I didn't want to just write a check. I wanted to be helpful and participatory. Yeah. So yeah. and our I, friendship, I think, and, and the trust that you have in me for that allows you to say, hey, you know, I, I know this guy. Like, let's hear what he has to say. So yeah. and yeah, I give and you credit. Is. I honestly you are unbelievably generous and collaborative in ways that I know that other people aren't. I mean, you hear about stories in this town and directors and writers who just don't want to hear from anybody else. Hulu has the shows and movies you love and is committed to providing a platform for black stories to continue to be seen with the Hulu Black Stories Hub. Watch Women of the Movement, produced by Sean Carter and Will Smith, and all seasons of Snowfall and Atlanta. Catch up on Queens, Grand Crew, Blackish, and Abbott Elementary. Binge RuPaul's Drag Race, Power, Queen Sugar, Tyler Perry's Have and Have Nots, Hulu Originals, Wu-Tang, and American Saga, Woke, and more. With all those plus classics like Living Single and Family Matters, docuseries like Your Attention, Please, and Black Love, and Hulu Original Movies like The United States vs. Billie Holiday and Onyx Collective's award-winning documentary, Summer Soul, you can find stories and storytellers that highlight and celebrate black history, past and present, on Hulu's Black Stories Hub, 365 days a year. Hulu subscription required. Terms apply. Yeah, and I, you know, one of the things, and I've had, you know, which is weird, I was talking about it today, like, I really haven't been on a set in, like, six years. But one of the things that I know I somehow do with my very disorganized ADD uh, brain is... I can hear a lot of information from a lot of different people and I somehow am able to distill it down to, to where it's going to work and, and how to put, you know, this vision really was started, you know, with a podcast and how we could kind of build something off of that. And, um, and I really think it's coming to fruition, but you know, Today, we really saw with the actors, we had a scene, which was our first scene that maybe had some trouble when we put it up on its feet. And, I work with Kevin, 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 uh, Charlie, and you and Gary Goldman, who threw out some great ideas. And within 15 minutes, 
we turned a couple of problems that could have been major into into benefits and into yeah. stuff that really improved it and you know and, and made it better and you have to have a group first of all you have to have actors who are are off book who really are in and prepared and doing their text just getting to work with them and having charlie who I feel is just another uh, one of those people who's really excited to solve problems, to do it together and to not make it about ego, you know, just really go. And Charlie, I think was so interesting about him. Charlie also has not worked in a real movie in like five or six years. It's not that I felt any rust on him, but I could feel that he was actually a little nervous that he actually was, you know, thinking about it, which I think is good. I think people who are not nervous, even if they're working every day, I think they have something wrong with them. I think that if you're not, you know, a little scared to get in front of a camera, in front of a bunch of people that you don't know, there's something weird about you. But uh, well, but I think you know. it's even more of an it's, it's more of an indicator of how much he really cares and how much he is invested personally in the project. Like, I think I think any nervousness can be present, like you're saying, for for performance. But I think it's because he really he believes in this. And and he really wants to do it right by you. I could see the way he looks at you when he's when he's talking to you during during the the the, the breaks, and he wants to please you and make sure that he's bringing your vision to life the the way you see it. So I think it's just an awesome. You you guys honestly today was I think I think for you it was the toughest day and it was your sharpest day because of it. Yeah, well, I mean, I I think you know I get motivated when you see something. Things have been going so smooth. And by the way. This was a fucking phenomenal scene, but this was a long scene with a lot of movement and a lot of details and a lot of ups and downs. And some of the writing um, was just wasn't that it was off. It sounded good on the page. And it also didn't necessarily work in the uh, in the architecture of the house. So you got to figure out it on the fly. You got to figure it out on the fly and you got to solve it. And you got to have people who are willing to do that. And, and oftentimes actors will either become self-conscious because they think it's them or a writer might think it's them or a director. And, and then you start ending up with, with a mishmash and we did not. And when I walked out of there today, I said, Holy shit. Like I'm, I'm being serious. Like I think that's Emmy worthy work by Kevin, Kevin and Charlie. Um, and and I think I felt that a bunch of times and I, I, I don't say that lightly. So anyway, I'm really excited about the show yeah. tomorrow, I guess, if this announcement ever comes out um, and we don't even know, by the way, we have no idea. Just so people know how this works. We think we're kind of, um, you know, somebody's, but we don't know who's going to be interested in hearing this story besides yep. my Instagram. So tomorrow we've written up press. We've tried to, which is an also interesting part of the process. A lot of egos in this town. We have 20, I don't know, some 20 people involved with this show that, you know, have to be credited and talked about and also are worth marketing on the show. And you have to put together a press release that doesn't insult people, which, you know, invariably someone does get insulted and someone did get insulted and they're no longer with us. What are you going to do? But um, it's just, uh, I think that you really have to, when you're making a show like this, you have to... Um, put your ego aside and say, you know, I want to, I want to make something because what we're trying to do here is we're all trying to set ourselves up 
so we can stay with our family locally and we can go make a show for five years, which is an incredibly difficult thing to do. And uh, it's even more difficult without a studio, a distributor, and we're doing it all ourselves. And uh, I I think it makes it exciting. And I think you can feel that on the set because everybody's kind of just in. Um, So tomorrow, though, we got Anna Ortiz and Harvey. I mean, it's like this was the scene that John McGinley read, who he's not in this scene. And said it was the best scene in the script. So um, I'm excited it, to see it, this. I'm scene really, I'm out. really excited for that. I because for us, I think you and I, I think this was probably what we considered sort of the 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 most humor uh, without any sort of uh, drama. And yeah. um, and it, it I, I'm really excited to see because I think we have. By the way, what's crazy about this? You and and again, you did a really good job at spotting some talent and you and Charlie had had called me up, I remember. And you were like, we found this guy. He's on Reacher. We think he's, uh, you know, something special. Little did you know at the time that he is something special. Lots of people think he's something special. He's got so much going on, by the way. He's doing like a a big mouth spinoff now. Like, it's funny. I'm like, I discovered him and Harvey's probably going to like buy my house and raise it and just start (laughs) all over again. But Harvey Guillen is amazing. But honestly, I I don't watch a lot of TV anymore. I just don't. uh, I don't. I watch documentaries mostly and uh, and depressing news. So I just I, I didn't I didn't see him. But the guy's a superstar. And the fact that we were able to get him and we talked about it on the podcast you know, get him to the barbecue within an hour of talking to him on a FaceTime. And he's yeah. excited. And Anna Ortiz from Ugly Betty. And uh, I, I, um, I forget who else is even doing the scene tomorrow. I, I forget who's even in the scene tomorrow. Kevin Dillon. Um, and then Colin. also today, which was which was kind of cool. Somehow, you know, I went to the American Film Institute. I don't know how it goes down, but they heard that we're doing uh, this. And, uh, you know, it's uh they came down to the set today. I haven't, I haven't seen anyone from AFI in like 30 years. I don't mean uh, uh, friends like Dave Perkle, our cinematographer went to AFI with me, but administrators and stuff. So they're calling. So I'm like alive again, although I'm sure they want money from me, but whatever, you know, it's uh, it was pretty cool though. They came right down to the set. They brought us hats and, you know, I felt like, uh, you know, I was a successful alumni because my class at AFI was like, Darren Aronofsky and Scott Silver and Todd Field and Mark Waters and others. And now it's a um, veritable who's who. Yeah. I mean, it was a really like big group. And even though I obviously had a successful TV show, I I don't know. They like not not those friends. The the school, I think, always looked at me as uh, not not really worth uh, bothering with. So uh, maybe they maybe they will now. And I think uh, use it as fire. I always use it all as fire. And, um, you know, I don't I don't even take it personally. I don't like. It's not that I don't care, but I do use it as fire to try to motivate me to go, oh, you know what, I'll show you, but I, I don't care that much. Um, but I have a hat. Maybe I'll wear it on set tomorrow. I don't know. So, But tomorrow we'll announce if we get any press that you can read about, which we hope we will get lots. But everyone will spread the word. We'll give the title, what the show is about, who these characters are. Um, so uh, this will air early tomorrow morning. And then... Uh, Hopefully Google us and, and there'll be information out and spread the word because this really is a grassroots thing. And, and it's, you know, there's not a lot of people making TV shows like this. And, and we hope that we will get to continue it. I was very depressed today when Charlie rapped. I was just like, Jesus. And then it like, was hard. I think he was, too. He stuck around for the for another hour and a half, two hours just to make sure well, he also stuck around because there was a murder suspect on the loose. Uh, so he I didn't know he it at the time he and I spoke and I said, hey, do you have to rush out? And he was like, yeah, I'm thinking about avoiding some traffic. So it was That's it true. was great. 
And then also, just on a side note, because this used to be Entourage all the time. Rip Hamilton freaking stopped by said, who I know is a friend of yours, but it's still, that's what used to happen all the time on Entourage. We would get LeBron James stopping by or Tom Brady or Byron Davis or this one or that one. So Rip Hamilton stopped by today, which was very cool. And, you know, he's apparently an Entourage fan yeah. as well as a Charlie fan. So I think, you know, I really got a kick out of, he doesn't know what the show's about. He didn't know what he was watching. So he just watched the scene today that he was watching and I saw his reactions and I was like, we got something special here. We, we just do everything that I was hoping people would feel. I could see it on his face. So did he mention anything to you after? Uh, oh, he, he didn't wait until after. So you, you were pretty busy making sure everything was organized and, and, and getting the most out of the scenes. And uh, I sat back in the chair with him uh, watching on the video monitors. And uh, he looked at me and he said, I, I got to get involved. <laughs> uh, and I said, I said, what are you thinking? And he's like, I don't know. You guys are doing something like I got to get involved. And I said, well, you know, we'll figure out a role. He's like, no, no, no I want to get involved. <laughs> um, and I said, uh, why? What are you thinking? He's like, he goes, you guys are just onto something. It's just it's so raw. He was just he was not expecting what he saw today. I think today was was one of our most raw and, and, and really amazingly authentic scenes. And, and he was like, this is just this is different. I've never seen anything like this. Uh, and, and he, he was really impressed. Um, he was asking for more details and how, where's this going? And it was, it was pretty does he, awesome. Does he want to trade his uh, NBA uh, ring championship ring for something or what? Uh, maybe we can just write him a guest appearance and we can get a copy of that Detroit Pistons uh, championship ring. Well, we got to get to a, episode two to write him a guest appearance because episode one is uh, pretty much done. Our plate is I full. Mean, yeah. I mean, we could, we could probably, I don't even know where we could put him, even if even if we wanted to, even if like, no, you know, he, really- he he's willing to wait because he knows there's going to be uh, many, many episodes ahead. Oof. So, well, don't jinx us, Ted. Don't jinx. I'm us, not but, jinxing us, but I, I'm, I'm feeling great. And more importantly, I've just had I, I've just had the best time. There hasn't been besides a couple of uh, behind the scenes assholes. There has not been one bad moment on this show and this crew is busting their ass and this yep. cast is is just prepared and excited and uh, uh you know it's hard for me i you know me the last five years like i go to sleep at nine o'clock all i want to do is wake up and like find a good pickleball game and a good yep. slice of and, pizza and a meal yeah and a good <laughs> meal and and i'm really like I, I it's hard for me to go to sleep because i'm so excited and last weekend i was legitimately depressed I just like I wanted to get back to work. And the only problem is I don't really want to get back to writing scripts. Unfortunately, that has never been the thing that that excites me. But hopefully I'm going to have to do it, you know, and uh, yeah. so we'll, we'll, we'll it's get a good problem it. to have to solve. You know, you say that, but, uh, you know, go go figure out an arc of a season for 30 characters. By the way, there's so many people in this show. I can't wait to see how it all feels. Um as a single unit, because I really believe there's not a lot of shows in the history of television that had this many great characters in a pilot. And I think it's all going to make sense and not uh, here's Gary Goldman calling and hanging up on me. Um, that is our, our producer. I remember, uh, I remember watching cheers, which I know you and I both love um, and thinking, look at how many rich characters there are in this episode. And but that was only there were only four or five. Most right? shows are four or five. Like I said, with Entourage, we've got we've got 
five characters and really Jeremy was in one or two scenes in the entourage pilot. There were four real characters that you could focus on. There's people who are coming out. I really think we have, when I think about this show, we got the three guys, McGinley, Breezy, Kamiko Glenn, Sarah, Zulai, uh, Michaela, um, Harvey, all of them, Harvey and Anna. Yeah. But um, Mark Cuban. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Cuban. Adam, Adam W. Who blew our socks Adam, off last yeah. week. Adam Wahid is awesome. It was a yeah. big social media influencer. And you know what the thing is, like, I really spent a lot of time thinking about what kind of influencer we wanted and whether it was a flash in the pan guy. And I saw him on CBS Sunday morning, which is a real it's a classy show. And to put on a, a on an influencer for that, it really it got me excited. And then like, you know, I, I was still thinking about, is he the right guy? And we became friends on Instagram. And, um, and you know, you're taking a leap of faith because I didn't even want to, the guy's got 40 million followers. I didn't really want to say, hey, you want to audition? And uh, so I really, I felt like anyway, I had to just give it to him. And yeah. he was awesome. I mean, he awesome. was great. And just I think he was one guy. of the bigger surprises, right? Like I thought we were expecting a little bit of an influencer type of vibe, but he literally had some some chops. He was great. Oh, I thought he had great chops. And I yeah. don't think he feels like, I don't think he feels out of place. I think he feels right at home, like being yep. with Mark Cuban. And uh, I'm excited. So anyway, maybe we'll come back, uh, you know, and do another one in the next couple of days. But tomorrow uh, is, you know, our fake wrap day because we're going to have to reshoot something on Monday. But basically we wrap tomorrow. And uh, I don't know, maybe we'll wrap it up tomorrow. Maybe we'll get some, maybe we'll get an actor to come on. But anyway, uh, we'll be back. Hollywood ways. Get ready. New show. Check the Googles. Hopefully uh, the press picks us up and gives a shit. All right, we'll yep. talk. Hulu has the shows and movies you love and is committed to providing a platform for black stories to continue to be seen with the Hulu Black Stories Hub. Watch Women of the Movement, produced by Sean Carter and Will Smith, and all seasons of Snowfall and Atlanta. Catch up on Queens, Grand Crew, Blackish, and Abbott Elementary. Binge RuPaul's Drag Race, Power, Queen Sugar, Tyler Perry's Have and Have Nots, Hulu Originals, Wu-Tang, and American Saga, Woke, and more. With all those plus classics like Living Single and Family Matters, docuseries like Your Attention, Please, and Black Love, and Hulu original movies like The United States vs. Billie Holiday and Onyx Collective's award-winning documentary, Summer Soul, you can find stories and storytellers that highlight and celebrate black history, past and present, on Hulu's Black Stories Hub, 365 days a year. Hulu subscription required. Terms apply.